Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Other Side Sports Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Pickney, and I got my man, Anthony Ortiz. Anthony, how you doing today, bud? Oh, real good, man. Real good. How about you? Hey, doing well, considering our lives have been turned upside down. You know? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Well, look, man, we haven't talked in a while. Um, a lot's changed, and, you know, one of the things I want me and you to do is just there's really no format, you know, letting our fans know there's no format. We're just going to talk, man. I think that's, you know, what we need at this particular time. Um, we can go in any direction. We can talk about, you know, how this thing has affected us, you know, maybe our friends. Obviously, we're going to talk a lot of sports and, and you know, kind of this new uh this new reality we're living in without sports, you know, me and you being two of the biggest sports guys there is. So just go ahead and the floor is yours, man. And we'll just talk back and forth, but yeah, definitely. So for obviously our world, like you said, it's definitely changed over the last few weeks. Uh, for me personally, um, I have uh, three children, two of them in grade school. They haven't been in school now since, last Thursday. So they've been out of school now. They've missed uh, six days, um, but they're still working, doing schoolwork, just doing it online. So sure. my wor- my world has been now I'm like a, not only a father, I'm also a teacher uh, and kind of everything on top of that. So that's definitely made my life a lot busier. Uh, still going to work. My job is still open as of now. Don't know how much longer that's going to last, but as of now, my job is still open, so I'm able to do that. Um, do have a lot of friends who are out of work right now, so I'm, I'm feeling blessed that I'm still able to go to work as of now and get a paycheck. I'll tell you one thing, as a sports junkie, kind of like both of us are, last weekend was weird not having anything to watch on Saturday or Sunday. I found myself sitting there like, man, normally I'd be watching basketball, I'd be watching racing, I might be catching up on – the XFL a little bit, seeing what they got going on, watching a little spring training, getting ready for baseball. And then it was just weird not having any of that kind of stuff. Spent a lot of time last weekend, you know, with the kids, you know, having one-on-one good time with them. And then honestly, when they went to sleep, kind of dusted off my PlayStation and started playing a little bit of a (laughs) sprint car, Tony Stewart sprint car uh, on my PS4 that just came out about a month ago, which is actually a, a pretty fun game for those of you gamers that like that. So, yeah, the world's been changed definitely and, and just feels so weird not being able to to watch any kind of sports on the weekends. Yeah, man, same here. Um, you know, obviously we talked before, my, my kids are grown. You know, my I got a daughter in college, um, and she was actually in Miami last week. And, you know, obviously everything kind of went down after the Rudy Gobert uh uh, when he tested positive, that really got the ball rolling, you know, and then and then next thing you know, Tom Hanks and his wife. And, and then there you go. You know, Adam, Adam Silver shuts down the NBA and then every, you know, every uh, organizations, I guess they really started taking it serious. And uh, we uh, man, we had to go to Albany, Georgia, which is about three hours south of where we live to uh, pick her up. And, and we, you know, one of the things, you, you know, I got a great wife, man. She, uh, she kind of had a sixth sense and, and we didn't, we, we were just going to kind of have her grab some clothes and maybe her computer. And uh, my wife says, no, let's just take all this stuff because we don't know what we're dealing with. And man, that was the best decision ever. 
you know, we traveled back three hours. The car was a little cramped, but in hindsight, it was it, it was probably the best decision because we were going. We were supposed to go back on tomorrow and get the rest of her stuff, but um, my daughter got. It's probably my daughter got an email about five forty-five from the school, and they called that off. And I think part of the reason was the uh, county that the school is in. Um, put a stop to it, you know. Yep, yep. They've so, been doing that. So yeah, so so you know, everybody's kind of, you know, there's everybody's just kind of reacting, yep. and you really can't blame them. So that that in turns, uh, what we had planned for tomorrow, um, we're we're gonna do some different things. But um, I, I really appreciate my wife having you know kind of the foresight to say, hey, let's just go ahead and grab this stuff, and basically the stuff that's there it's really non-essential stuff. It's just a matter of, Hey, that's my daughter's items in that room. And, you know, we need to take possession of it, but it's nothing that would, you know, prevent her from, uh, let's say, uh, hindering her schoolwork or whatever. So we're blessed to have that. Yeah. Like you said, um, uh, we, we've got, uh, friends in North Carolina that have small kids and yeah, you know, they're, they are not in school. And, and so everybody's just, just doing what they can, man, you know, everybody. And that's including the leadership of this country. I know they've come in under, you know, scrutiny and things of that nature. So everybody's trying to adjust and, and just make the best out of this thing. And hopefully those scientists and doctors, hopefully all these smart people in the world can, can come up with something to get a hold of this because everything right now is just kind of shooting in the dark. And when you don't know something, you don't know where the next hit's coming from. That's what makes the panic and things of that nature, you know? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, me personally, this the last, what, probably five or six years in this country, probably seen more decisive uh, division when it comes to political politics, political parties and that kind of stuff. But in the last sure. week, kind of what I'm seeing is it's really nice that both sides are really kind of working together to try to fight this thing. And it's yeah. really been really kind of nice for me to see. Um, I think everybody leadership wise is doing a fantastic job. Nobody's ever seen anything like this before, you know, in any lifetime. People, you know, grandparents that are 80, 90 years old, never seen anything quite like what we've got going on. So considering the unknowns that we got, I think. And I'm I'm very optimistic, like you said. We have some of the best doctors and 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 scientists and medical team in the world here in the U.S. So I'm very very hopeful and and definitely thinking positively that within the next we'll have something to be able to get rid of. We can get back to not only you know our. everything else it is nice sports really bring everybody together so the first time that this is done and for the country but it'll be it'll be awesome absolutely man so let's talk a little sports man uh i'll tell you what let's go back to for me you know i'm lakers you're clippers and I'll tell you what, uh, two weekends ago, uh, the, the Friday night when LeBron took it to Giannis and then they, they, they then in turn on that Sunday beat the Clippers, man, I was on cloud nine. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's on now. Right. Yes, it is. And, uh, 
man, I, I was, I, I, I so miss the NBA, especially during this time of year and obviously March Madness. But man, I, I was so looking forward to Lakers Clippers because I, they, they, they were going to be in the Western Conference Finals. I'm telling you, man, barring a LeBron or Kawhi injury, they, those two teams were going to meet in the Western Conference no Finals, doubt. and that that was going to be a seven game bloodbath. Yep, I'm sorry, it would be. You know? Yep. And uh, and uh, man, I you know you listen to uh, you listen to you know Adam Silver had a pretty good interview with Rachel Nichols on ESPN a couple of days ago, and you could tell you, you just what I saw from him. You saw a leader that man. You you saw that man. He just he, he the guy looked like he hadn't slept. You know, yeah. in which you could probably understand. But um, I think they're going to wait to the absolute last possible. Uh, second before they would, let's say, we have to cancel this season. Um, I think that, you know, and I've listened to other podcasts, things of that nature. I think that this is an opportunity for the NBA to really, really look at um, being innovative with the schedule, uh, you, you know, looking at possibly, you know, one of the things I talked to a buddy about was, you know, if they do get back, maybe play, I would say play a maybe a minimum of five regular season games and kind of cut it short like 1999. And then for me personally, I think the first round should be a best of three. Yep. The second round should be a best of five. And then obviously the conference finals, uh, best of seven and NBA finals, best of, best of seven. What do you think of that? Yeah, that sounds great to me. I agree. I do have a concern that I, I don't believe that they should jump right into playoff play. So I do agree with you. A five-game little mini uh, end of regulation regular season would be nice just to give these guys a little chance to knock the rust off. Right now, they're not even able to play together as a team. I mean, they might be able to one-on-one go to if they got a court, you know, at their house or wherever and shoot, but that's really all they can do. Um, so I'd love to see them have a little bit of a mini season. I agree when they get to the playoffs, I don't think they're going to be able to do seven games series throughout I just don't think they're going to have enough time now with the extra rest they might be able to do some back-to-backs is something I was thinking generally they don't do back-to-backs in the playoffs but you know these yeah, guys that's a great two idea. months off I mean I would think a back-to-back could be okay um, but yeah I would I would say round one uh, either a three or a five but it can't be a seven same with round two right. you got to go a five I think in round two and then the Western Conference Finals and the Finals I mean, you've got to give them seven games like in in old school. But I'm with you, man. This was one of the best NBA seasons I've seen in a long time, and I was really excited for the playoffs, and I'm still really excited for the playoffs. So I really hope we don't get cheated out of an NBA season with all this. I really hope that whether it's May or maybe even June and July, if they want to go that late and maybe bump the next season, start it maybe a month later, and instead of playing 82 next year, knock it down to – 65 I would be in favor even of that but I really want to playoffs this year because I want to see that Clippers Lakers matchup bloodbath I think is the best word to describe that because you're talking you're talking some of the best defensive players in the NBA on the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard Pat Beverly Montrez Harrell Paul George versus just scoring dominators Anthony Davis LeBron James and I want to see that matchup go seven games it will be super, super interesting. Um, and then what? What the the interesting thing with that too is, I feel that the Bucks are going to come out of the East once they get going. I really don't think anybody's going to take the Bucks in the East. So 
what's left of the L.A. teams after they battle for seven games potentially, and then they have to go play a Milwaukee team for seven. Milwaukee could have this set up perfectly for them right now. You know, the L.A. team that comes out of the West might be have used all their energy to take out the other L.A. team, and, and it could be sitting right in the Bucks' wheelhouse to win the championship, which the Bucks I haven't won a championship in my lifetime. I don't know if they even ever have. So something like that. Yeah, 1971 with uh, the former Lou Alcinda Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, that's yeah. man, that's way yeah. before my time. So, oh, so, yeah. oh so yeah, I'm I'm really hopeful that we have a season uh, the end of the year, and I'm I'm looking forward to those matchups, the the Lakers, Clippers, and then whoever. Whoever comes out of there versus the Bucks, I think both of those series will just be just be outstanding. They'll be must-watch series. I, you know what? I got a sleeper in the East, though. For whatever reason, man, Toronto. I just think that I, I think that ultimately the Bucks would probably, you know, go to the finals. But I still think Toronto is going to make them work for it. You know what I'm saying? I do. Get, Toronto's yeah. a good team. I think that this year, though is the year that Giannis is just tired of hearing about how he at times comes up small in the playoffs. Giannis has yeah. free agency coming up in his near future. I think he's got one more year left next year left on his Bucks deal, and then he's a free yeah. agent. So if yeah. he goes out there and has a great playoffs, which I expect him to do, and leads that team to either the finals or potentially the championship, that's going to really cement his legacy as one of the top three or four best players in the world. So I, I think he's going to – I think Toronto has the best shot in the East to go against Milwaukee, but I think ultimately it's Milwaukee's to lose in the East. Yeah, yeah. Hey, switching over to the NCAA, I, I, I don't know about you, but for whatever reason this year, you know, I'm a Duke fan, I'm a Duke guy, and, uh, man, last year was just magical. <laughs> I, I really wish – Zion and those guys were able to finish it off, but man, for whatever reason, this year, the 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 uh, the the NCAA just something was missing, man. I don't know if it's because of the big names or what, but something for me was missing. I didn't really even even when the conference tournaments had start before they uh, you know shut down. I really was not interested in the season, man. So I'm a little concerned for college basketball. What what do you, I mean, give me your thoughts on how do you feel about the NCAA? Yeah, I think this was definitely a transition year for the NCAA, mainly because you had guys like Zion and them coming out early. I think that really hurt this, just the level of competition this year. And you're right. I, I live in, uh, I live in Northern uh, Virginia, close to, um, deep Washington DC. I've been a I'm an ACC fan. I like North Carolina State Wolfpack. It's always been my team. Okay. Um the ACC was just not that great to watch this year, I'll be honest. North Carolina, well they were just horrible this year. They were um, terrible. They were terrible. Wow. NC State, I like them. They were very up and down. They would go out and beat a Duke and then they would lose to a horrible North Carolina team the next week. So they just really lacked consistency. And that was kind of like that for the whole ACC. There was no anybody in college that I would say man next year pick and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be a John Morant or be I just don't see that this year um when I saw John Morant play in the NCAA tournament last year for I believe was it Murray State he played for I knew yeah, immediately yeah. that that guy was gonna be something special and you've, yep. he's proved it this year. That that guy, John Morant, I don't, if you guys haven't seen John Morant play, for those of you not 
two hardcore basketball fans. Z- John Morant and Zion Williams are going to be LeBron and, uh, you know, KD probably in five, six years. Those guys are the future of the NBA. They are both absolute studs. So, yeah, they are, they are the old what Skip Bayless says, you know, when he, when he looks, at a, looks at a game and if he sees somebody that just yes. looks off the screen, they, the screen they're going to be a star. And those two guys, you're right. They were yeah, awesome absolute stars. So the NCAA ladies didn't have that this year. I, I was very excited for March Madness because I always am. I really love Thursdays and Fridays, which would have been today. I really love that first round of the NCAA tournament where you've got really small schools going up against big powerhouses and pulling off upsets. That's two of my favorite days of the year. So I still think they would have put on a great product because they always do. But you're right. When it comes to just star power and just, you know, it, they were just lacking this year. And uh, North Carolina and Duke are kind of like, you know, the the Lakers and the Celtics of the NCAA. When those teams are good, you know, that's great for the league. So, yep, it's, it's not as not as nearly as fun to watch. So that, that kind of what I saw this year. Yeah, man. And, and you being a big state fan, man, I'll tell you what even in a down year like this for North Carolina, they couldn't beat North Carolina. I couldn't believe it. And I think that guy, I think the coach is Kevin. Yes, Keeks, he is. Uh, you know, that fan, that fan base was, I think they were, I don't know if they were calling for his head or whatever, but I, I think he's a good coach and I think they got a pretty good recruiting class coming in, but yeah. Um, yeah, man, just across the board, the, the tournament, man, uh, hate it for a lot of those seniors and, 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 you know, and for the teams that really, uh, you know, teams like the Dayton Flyers, yep. um, Rutgers, Rutgers was pretty good this year. Penn state had a good yeah, squad yeah. this year. There were some teams yeah. that some, some teams that nor- aren't normally very good that were pretty good this year. Right. Yeah. My heart hurts for those guys. To be honest, what I'd like to see the NCAA do is say, and nobody loses a year of eligibility for this year. So I just think it's just, it's really sucks for those to go out and have their last game when they don't even know it. So I would love for the NCAA to just say, you know what, this year doesn't count for your eligibility. If you're a senior, come back next year as a senior. If you're a freshman, come back next year as a freshman and let's do it all over again. Because I just hate it for those, those right. student athletes. I just, I hate it for them. Right, 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 right. Hey, man, um, let's get in the NFL, man. I know we kind of texted a little bit, and you want to talk some Cowboys free agency, and I want to – let's just go all over the league, man. We got a lot of news out of the NFL. Go ahead and let's – go ahead and give me what you got on those boys, man. All right, yeah, so for those of you that don't know, me and Joe, both of us are probably about as diehard Dallas Cowboy fans as there can be. Um, so we'll kind of start – How about them, baby? Yeah, so we'll, we'll start kind of at the top. Uh, me and Joe have kind of debated on this. Uh, starting on Twitter for about the last probably years, but start out with my guy Dak Prescott getting the franchise tag. Um, Dak's fan, but I don't think you're nearly the kind of think you're Dak as I. You want the get locked down. I still hope he gets a long term deal before the season on the franchise tag is just going to make him press just a little bit more and I'd love to see him just go ahead and get locked down for five years and go into this year with with no uh no worries on his shoulder um so got super locked down for a five-year hundred 
the deal. A little bit overpaid for Amari Cooper, in my opinion. $100 million is a little bit steep. But honestly, the boys didn't have much of a choice. If you don't bring Amari Cooper back in that in the fold, they do not have another number one. Michael Gallup, I don't think, is quite ready to fill that number one role. So Amari Cooper, you had to bring him back. So I, they did a lot of small and some other uh, they re-signed uh, Joe Thomas, re-signed Justin March Lillard, who's kind of their their ace special teams guy. I like those moves. Um, last night, late last night, they signed uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Really like that signing. Yeah, uh, Jeff yeah. Heath. He signed with the Raiders, I believe. Jeff Heath went to the Raiders, and yep. I believe I think yep. personally, Ha Ha Clinton Dix is is going to be an upgrade from Jeff Heath. I like Jeff Heath. He played hard. I just don't think he quite had the skill set. I think he was kind of an overachiever. That's what Skip Bayless kind of calls him, and yep. I just agree with that assessment 100%. Watched him through the yep. years. Uh, it's going to be super. Flashbacks to Emmett Smith and the Cardinals. Honestly, it was time for Dallas to let. I think Blake Jarwin deserves to have that role. They recently three years, and it's time for Blake Jarwin to be the number one tight end and go out there and do his thing. And then the probably the biggest signing that Dallas had uh, free agency wise besides Clinton Dix was uh, Gerald McCoy, uh, defensive tackle, spent some time in yeah. Tampa and Carolina. Dude's a beast. He was the number three overall pick. Uh, maybe like five, six years ago. Um, so I think him coming into Dallas on a very friendly contract, he's only making, I think, like five, six million dollars a year. Um, so have him come in and plug yeah. that middle up, I think is going to be huge. They did lose Malik Collins, but I think uh, Gerald McCoy is going to be an upgrade from Malik Collins. So all in all, they lost some good guys. You know, they lost Robert Quinn. He got a monster deal. Byron Jones got a monster deal with the Dolphins. So they lost a couple of guys, but I like the guys they were able to bring in and replace them. They were able to keep their core intact. So I'm pretty excited uh, for this upcoming season. And, of course, with that new coaching staff, man, that's really got me excited. As much as I like Jason Garrett as a guy, I think he was an awesome guy, I was done with them about three years ago. So to go into a different different direction <laughs> than Jason Garrett has really, uh, really makes me happy. Man, I'll tell you what, you 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 nailed all the points, man. Um, want to circle back to the uh, Dak Prescott? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, man. Um, and you know, once again, my wife, man, I, I was his rookie year. I, it it was just something about Dak I did not buy into. You know, even as a rookie. And for whatever reason, man, um, I had been lukewarm on him. Last year, I accepted that he was a quarterback, and he showed great promise. You know, he really did. And so now he's my quarterback. I accept it. I would like for them to go ahead and get this thing worked out, like you said, because that window, believe it or not, is smaller than what yeah, we all fans yes. think, you know? And and we got to – we just – you know, I got to back this guy. He's my guy. So I'm all in on Dak. I want him to be well. Um, the thing I like about the Cooper deal, um, I was listening to uh, – uh, it was Broadus and uh, yep. and Mike Bassett uh, coming come, – you know, coming home from work. And, you know, that's big, that $100 million deal is basically a two-year $40 million deal. They can get out of that deal at, at the third year. So I'm very happy about that because although Omari is talented, man, again, Stefan Gilmore, Darius Slay, man, for whatever reason, against the top corners, if he doesn't get off very quickly, 
they will sh- he will shut down. I don't know what it is about this guy. It was something that they were concerned about when he left the Raiders, but uh, for whatever reason, when he is challenged, so far he backs down. And that that needs to change, man. You know, his some road is terrible. So that's something else to me too. A- absolutely, but but the kid is very very talented. He runs yeah. the smoothest routes I personally think in the NFL. So hopefully that works out. Um, I'm 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 very excited about the Gerald McCoy signing and another one that brought us brought up. Uh, you know, Tyron Crawford looks like he indicated that. Tyron Crawford informed the team that he's willing to uh, take a pay cut nice. to stay with the boys, and that will be huge Absolutely. from a leadership standpoint, you know. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah, just like we said, Jason Garrett is a great man, but Jason Garrett's message got stale. And 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 when guys like Sean Lee and, and, and Jay Witt and those guys, when they really didn't back him when the rubber meet, you know, met the road, um, uh, it was time for Jason to go. That's just all to it. I, I, you know, I wish him well in New York. I don't <laughs> want them to beat the Cowboys, but you know, but I, but you know, I wish he him is well. a good man. He is, you know? and and something um, last for for Cowboys. Something else I was reading. Uh, I've been reading this for like two days. Is uh the possibility of Emmanuel Sanders coming to Dallas? That's a real possibility right now. Both teams are talking, uh, and if they can get a deal done where Emmanuel will take less than six million a year, is what I was reading, then they will bring yes, him to yes. Dallas. And I, Emmanuel right. Sanders, he showed a lot in San Francisco last year. He was great, and they're during their stretch run. And to bring him into Dallas as a slot guy to fill the the role that Randall Cobb oh, man. left, Randall Cobb signed with the Texans on a for a pretty big big chunk of change. Yeah, that would be man to have Cooper yeah. Gallup. And you got Emmanuel Sanders, Jarwin, Elliott. I mean, that the offense is gonna should have no problem scoring points. Emmanuel Sanders will be a huge addition to that lineup. Man, that's that's weapons galore. You got a smorgasbord of weapons, man. You just you know hope everybody stays healthy and man and and make a push. Hey, man, let's talk about the goat. Let's talk about TB12 in Tampa. Man. I love it. I love it. So. Um, you hit the nail on the head on that too. So anybody that that doesn't like Tom Brady, it, it is what it is personally. But Tom Brady's greatest of all time. That's all there is to it. He is by far is. the greatest quarterback that's ever played the game of football. So, no doubt. So I am very excited to see what he is going to do away from Bill Belichick, um, and to see what he's going to do in Tampa. My gut is telling me that they're going to be very, very good next year. Um, I believe that Mike Evans, for the guys that play fantasy football, I'm a big fantasy football guy, man, you better pick Mike Evans early next year because Tom Brady and Mike Evans could be another Tom Brady-Randy Moss-like connection. Because Mike Evans, I don't know if you've seen this kid play, Joe, but this guy is bad. He is one of the best. Oh, yeah, one of the best in the league. So um, I expect – and and the Tom Brady effect was already, when I was reading from Adam Schefter – the uh, yesterday has already started. There's a bunch of players that are already calling to Tampa saying, look, we want to come play with Tom. We'll take a pay cut. So you better believe there's going to be, uh, he's going to have plenty of weapons there. He's already got OJ Howard. He's already got Mike Evans. He's already got uh, Godwin. He's got some weapons there and he's just going to add more. I expect a guy, me and my friend were talking yesterday, somebody to really keep an eye on. Uh, would be Brady likes a, a running back who's really good at catching out of the backfield. Somebody like a Chris Thompson from the Redskins who had a kind of hard time staying healthy. Yeah. 
man, if he goes to Tampa, gets a change of scenery yep. with the Brady, then Brady could really be deadly with somebody like that. So look for them to add like a James White to that lineup. And I think Tampa's – they're going to be ready to roll. That division is not that strong. Atlanta, they Atlanta did add Todd Gurley today, so that's going to be a big addition for yep, them. Yep, but Atlanta yep. just – they were missing something last year. They just weren't very good. And Todd Gurley might help that, but I'm not sold on Atlanta. I'm not sold on Carolina. I think Carolina is going to rebuild uh, going away from Cam, it sounds like. So I don't think it's going to be, you know, much of a threat next year. And then the Saints – something with even with the saints they just seem to be missing a little bit of something so but one thing that i am excited about yeah is with tom brady going to the bucks i love that we're going to get to see tom brady versus drew Brees twice a year since they're playing in the same division so that's going to be yep. awesome and i would love to see tom brady and aaron Rodgers uh go head to head in the postseason i think that would be an awesome matchup too i, I hope that brady does well i think he's going to do well Hope he, I hope he does well, makes the NFC Championship game, and loses. Boys, that's that's what that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> there, <laughs> hey man, there you go. I will, I will, I guarantee you, I'm gonna see the goat at least once this year. My nephew okay. and his wife lives in Tampa, and but um, and I live in Atlanta, so I will either catch him nice. in Tampa or in Atlanta. I tell nice. you that right now, man. I am so excited that 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 guy is uh, like you said. I know a lot of people think, you know, he's you know this whole TB12. That guy, man, is it. Th- that's just a lifestyle, man. I'm so happy for him. And and you know, I don't want to trash Belichick either because Bill, believe it or not, I still think the Patriots I agree. will be competitive. But I think ultimately, I think ultimately the Patriots have a plan. I think Bill wants to go extremely young. And keep in mind who comes out yep. next year. Trevor Lawrence, Justin, Justin Fields. So, so Belichick always has a plan, man. And I, I, I truly think that uh, it will work out for the, I think it'll work out for the Bucks for maybe the next year or two. And then obviously for the Patriots. So it, it just brings another level of excitement to the, uh, to the league. And, you know, being in NFC, we, uh, one thing we can, but one thing we can we can count on is the Bucks will be in prime time, and they will have a lot of national uh, coverage yep. games. So yeah, and I, I agree so with ready your assessment on on New England. I didn't really touch on New England there. I think New England's going to be just fine. Honestly, what my gut is telling me that what's going to happen is. I think New England is going to go get Jacoby Brissett because new uh, Bill Belichick did draft Jacoby Brissett, who played his college ball at North Carolina State. Wolfpack, yeah. by the way. So um, Jacoby, yep, I think, yep, is going to go back yep. to New England, and I think he's going to fill the seat this year and then maybe next year after they draft a the guy and let the rookie sit. And Jacoby's not a bad quarterback. I think Jacoby Brissett in New England with the that defense that they've pretty much left in place, that defense is still really, really good. The reason why they don't win the win uh, the AFC uh, North still. Or the AFC East, I'm sorry. East. Um, Buffalo's going to be tough. Still come out of the AFC East and win the division. So, especially if they're able like Jacoby. So, yeah, I think the deal is going to work out great for both sides. And it's going to add some great storylines, and I'm really, really looking forward to it. Man, that's awesome. Hey, give me your take on what do you think uh, with the Raiders? Like you said, you touched on, you know, Jason Witten going out there. You know, I can I, I, I can understand, you know, Jeff Heath and uh, – Collins following, you know, Marinelli because he's out there as the D line coach. 
but I didn't understand the Jason Witten angle. Um, Colin Carhart thinks it's leadership, things of that nature, but man, Witten was a progress stopper. You know, I got all the respect in the world for him. He's a Hall of Framer, but he's a progress stopper for us, and they got a young, promising tight end out there, so I don't, I don't, I don't understand that, man. But like you said, perfect analogy, yep. Emmett to the Cardinals. Yes, I, I think and is, I, you know. I, I wish Jason so. Witten the best. I, I really like Jason Witten as a man. I think he's just like a great guy. He was a Walter Payton Man of the Year guy. But I just yeah. wish he would have retired. Um, yeah. I understand he should be able to go out when he wants to. So if he wants to play another year, then he should be able to play another year. Cowboys just could not allow Jason Garrett, Jason Witten to stay. Um, last year, Jason Garrett would drive me crazy, man. It'd be third and thirteen, and we got Witten in the game. I'm like, why you got Blake Jarwin in there? Put put your receiving tight end in on third and thirteen, not your not your 37 year old guy who looks like he's running with you know weights behind 20 pound weights behind him. So I, I'm I'm not really sure him going to the Raiders. I'm sure it's a leadership standpoint with those locker locker room leaders, Jason block really well so as a number two tight end and a goal line role that they used him last year that that was a mistake and that that he's not going to be able to do that with the Raiders right 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 um I, what do you think of the Phil Rivers? Yeah, I really like that deal too. Um, Philip Rivers, another North Carolina State uh, quarterback. Yeah, Philip, I think going to uh, is going to be great. And look for Ty every Ty Hilton. I think and Philip Rivers are going to have a great connection. That's another division that's kind of up up in the air. Um, that division with Jacksonville is kind of on that rebuilding uh, slot. Slot uh, Tennessee, they came out of nowhere next year, but you're not really sure what you're going to get out of them next year. And then Houston losing DeAndre Hopkins. I think Houston took a little bit of a fall off going into this year. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Rivers is able to lead the Colts back into the playoffs. So I thought that was a good deal. I was a little little surprised it was only one year. I know Phillip is old, and I don't know if he only is committed. Like, look, I just want one more year. I don't know if I want to play any longer. But I was a little yeah. surprised it was a one-year deal. But I think it's a good deal, and it's a good fit. I think he's going to do really well in, in Indy. Yeah, man, that whole Houston thing, man, that was that bizarre story with uh, – with, uh, Bill O'Brien and you know the whole Michael Irvin uh and uh D Hop uh conversation. That's, that's Bill Bill O'Brien's a weird guy, dude, man. man. I'll tell you, he, I, I, he does some weird things that I just can't really get behind. I'm not sure what exactly is going on in Bill O'Brien's head. Yeah, yeah man. I, I don't I don't get it. I'll tell you what, man, and, and for whatever reason he's got caught lunch yeah. in that organization, man. I mean I, I I don't know, man. You know, because he he got. I guess he really did not like D Hop because he literally just just got rid of him for, yeah, for and, a second round and, pick. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? and Bill O'Brien. I, if you really weird, look at man. it, that Houston team as talented as they've been. There's no reason why they shouldn't have at least been to an AFC Championship game over the last two three years with Deshaun Watson yeah. and yeah, that choke yeah, job exactly. against Kansas City last year. Got, Hopkins, you got, you know, a guy in the backfield. Uh, they had um, uh, who got hurt last year? I can't remember who that running back. Uh, Lamar Miller, that's what I'm thinking of. I mean, they've always had great, 
great yeah. talent on both sides of the ball, and they can never really get past the division around in the playoffs. So, yeah, losing DeAndre Hopkins, was, yeah, yeah, that was just insane to me. I'll tell you what, I would have loved to see DeAndre Hopkins end up in Dallas. I'll tell you that. I understand that we wouldn't have been able to afford him, but oh man, DeAndre Hopkins Whew. is a game changer. He is a top five receiver uh, right now. So yeah, I, I didn't under, I don't understand how you do that. And then to even think second. Fuller's gonna go. Yeah, I, I don't understand that move at all. Yeah, man, it's uh, you know, the NFL season, man. I, I, I think we got a lot to look forward to this year. Obviously, the Super Bowl is in Tampa. I, uh, you know, one of the things I want to talk to you about too, dude. You know, one thing I don't miss anymore. Yes. Are the debate shows, man? I, I, I had I had sent out a tweet probably about a month ago, dude. And for whatever reason, man, I just can't get behind the first take and the undisputed. I just can't do it anymore, man. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? It's just sometimes I think I guess you know what got me was, man. As as we when we started this podcast and I start to really start to research and do some things and look at some things and for whatever reason, man, I I, I just I don't know. It just turned me off, man. I talked to my wife about it and she was like, ah, oh, you know, you, you, you know, that's that, that's still a show you need to watch. And I'm like, yeah, but I just can't, man. I, I don't know if it's something I'm going through or what, but, but man, I just cannot. I can look at them for about maybe five, 10 minutes and that's it, man. I used to be glued yep. to those television programs. Yeah, no, nah, you're, What's you're going right. On um, with me, so I, I've been out on first take for about two, two and a half years now. I'll be honest. I do not care for Max Kellerman. I just do not. I'm not a Max Kellerman fan and especially oh, him and Stephen A together. Right. It's just, it doesn't work for me because one, you got cowboy yeah. haters galore sitting there. You got a bunch of New York guys. Um, you got a yeah. lot of, yeah. uh, a lot of politics get brought into first take and you've got a lot of guys that are very liberal sided, poly- yeah. you know, guys sitting there. So I'm just, I've always got away from first take in the last two, two and a half. Um, when it comes to undisputed, I like it, but I don't yeah. really like it outside of the NFL season. So I really like, I really like undisputed gotcha. during okay. from September to February. I really enjoy it. Even August. But during the basketball I got season, I got too you. much. I mean, I it's just too much of the LeBron stuff. That's that's all they talk about. I don't like the fact they don't talk yeah. baseball yeah. either. I mean, Fox Fox carries baseball, carries NASCAR, carries all these other sports, but all they really talk about is is football and basketball. So that kind of turns me off on them a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. A little backstory, you know. Um... You know, Chris Carter is no longer with yes. uh, no longer with Fox and FS1 or whatever. But, you know, he you know, I didn't know he was kind of like a closet race fan. And he he kind of wanted to introduce some new ideas and get things going, man. And a lot of the ideas, that's partly why he left, because he got shot down, man. And um, so I, I don't I don't understand that. Why don't they you know, they brought Ricky Stenhouse in, you know, the uh they had him on first things first and they talked to him. I thought it was pretty good. They and they had him up there for about a good fifteen minutes. That's, yeah, that's actually, huge for a yeah, NASCAR actually, driver, you know. Shannon Sharp's and, a big NASCAR uh, fan too, and, believe uh, it or so, not. He's talked about it a little bit before. He's from I want to say yeah. Shannon Sharp's from Alabama. He's yeah. from 
Georgia. Is no, he from no, Georgia? He, okay, he's, from, he's, from he's from Georgia. He's a big he's NASCAR guy too. Yeah. He, they talked yeah. about it briefly like two years ago, and I was surprised how much Shannon Sharp knew yeah. about it. Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't understand why they don't incorporate oh, yeah. more of yeah. that stuff kind of into their shows, man. It would definitely freshen up and bring a new audience in. Absolutely, man. But you're right. It's either LeBron. And, you know, I think what got me was uh, when you saw that it was going to be Lakers Clippers and and Shannon obviously is a huge LeBron guy, Skip's a LeBron hater, and then Skip adopted the I'm Kawhi. So you got Team Kawhi versus Team LeBron. And yes. I'm like, you know what? That's enough. And, and so, but, you know, I, I peek in from time to time, but I'm just not as glued in like I used to be and hang on these guys every word. I, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Um, yeah, man, let's get to NASCAR, man. I think, I think that we were looking at, I would say, and I'm not using hyperbole, but I was thinking we were looking at a season for the ages with all the changes that were going to be going on with, with what's upcoming in 2021, the new car and everything, the racing has been excellent. The, uh, the, the new drivers, I mean, kind of the rejuvenation of Jimmy. I mean, man, a lot to look forward to, man. And and yeah, I I really do. Well, I think we're really going, looking forward to one of the the best seasons we've seen in a long time. Um, kind of with what you kind of said about the NBA earlier, uh, with how they're going to flexible scheduling, if they're able to run the playoffs, if we can get you know, this virus out of here and get our, our lives back to normal, hopefully by May. I think NASCAR is kind of looking at the same thing from what I've been reading. They they know they're not going to run a race until May 2nd at Dover is tentatively when they're supposed to run again. But they yeah. have not canceled the six races that they are okay. haven't run. They're just going to postpone them. So one thing that I kind of wa- looked at was, they don't gotcha. want to run all these races in the playoffs because, you know, the playoff races are already playoff races. Right. So I think you might see some creative. Right. To get these races run. Something I even read, which would be really creative, is like at least maybe a one day night and then have all the teams pack up, head down. Head down to Homestead oh, and then awesome. run Homestead on Sunday, or vice versa, run Homestead on a Friday and then bring them back up to Atlanta and have since, since the tracks are so close. So I think you're going to see some creative scheduling with that. I also saw maybe even doing like some back to backs. So like you know they're going to miss the race at Bristol. Well, maybe they make that up on uh, Friday and have a Friday that Bristol August weekend when they ran Bristol night race, maybe they run the 500 lapper on Friday yeah. and then another 500 lapper on Saturday, which would be, would be pretty to do the one. Week. Wow. Pocono's doing that this year already. Pocono's doing both of their races in one a Saturday race and then a Sunday race at Pocono. So they were already uh, kind of touching on that a little bit. Um, so I really hope they're able to get everything back going. Yeah. Being able to get some uh get some racing back because I'm with you, man. The racing was fantastic this year. The new drivers were awesome. A lot of storylines. You got Joey already has two wins. He's kind of your your villain, but he's got the most wins. Jimmy's running competitively. Everybody's yeah. waiting for him to get a win. Chase is running great. He just needs to get some kind of luck on his side. No. <laughs> Dude, he has no luck, man. He, he has a black cat in that car, so, man. So, no yeah, luck it's going to be a great season man. once they get it back going. Uh, for those of you NASCAR fans, though, Sunday, 
Um, kind of been reading about this this week. So Sunday, Fox Sports 1 is actually going to broadcast an iRacing race from Homestead. I believe it's 1 or one thirty on Sunday on Fox Sports 1. They're going to have Mike Joy and Jeff Gordon and Larry McReynolds calling the race just like it'd be a normal uh, race weekend. And there's a lot of cup drivers and a lot of truck drivers. And even some legends like Dale Jr. and Bobby Labonte are even going to run that thing on Sunday. Uh, but I believe William Byron's running it. Bowman, Logano, Hamlin, Boyer, Matt D. There's a lot of cup guys that are going to be in that race on Sunday. So for those of you guys that have never seen iRacing before, it's pretty incredible. Um, and they run this thing in a seat with a wheel, with pedals, in a simulator, just like they're in a car. And their view is just like you're in a car. Um, so if you haven't seen iRacing before, you got nothing else to watch this weekend with no sports going on, I would highly recommend turning Sunday on on because I think it's going to be a good show. Hey, listen, man. Jimmy Johnson's going to be in there, too. He, on his Instagram yep. He's got everything all set up. He's got, dude, I, man, let me tell you, I, uh, a buddy that I work with, they call him Big Greg. He lives in Dawsonville, Georgia. So he's a huge Chase Elliott fan. He loves the iRacing, man. He literally talked to me today at work for about 10 minutes. He was like, Joe, he <laughs> says, listen, you have to watch this race. He said, it was awesome, man. So I'm, I was, I, I had, uh, tweeted my wife my daughter and my son we got a little uh we keep a family uh uh text history going and i tweeted them that uh on sunday we were all gonna be watching the uh i racing together they kind of laughed out loud at me but still man i'm excited about that can't wait to see uh that and yeah and, and that's, just that'll give be us some little, form of yeah sport, give us you know a little bit let's that, get that away we all from need, the real man. world for two hours Watch something and have a little bit of fun. I think that's something that we all need right now. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm I am too to because what they have absolutely to. zero competition on Sunday. And everybody's quarantined in the house. Every Right, right. Hulu that you can watch. You're just going crazy. So now um i'm interested in to see what kind of ratings it pulls to i think it's gonna do well i think a lot of nascar fans that would be tuning in on sunday to watch the race are gonna go ahead and watch this just because they need something to get them fixed and i'm hoping that some new fans might even turn on and see this and go man this is just get some form that's just give them a little man this looks cool and then when the real race starts let, let me turn it on and see what it looks like. Man, I'll tell you what. I um I I'm really bummed out about the PGA tour schedule too and that being canceled. Obviously the Masters, we know that is man, last year's Masters. I dude, when I tell you that I cried when 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 Tiger won and when he hugged his son, man. I immediately thought back to 97, man, and I was just tears of joy, man. It, it was unreal. And not to have the Masters, not to have, you know, to have the, the, the players get canceled and the type of year that Rory was having, uh, looking for, like, Brooks and those guys. I, 
dude. Yes, I'm. I'm in the same boat with you. Coronavirus. I've been following Tiger really hard for really the last like about five years. Um, I was a casual golf fan during his prime, and I've really became a big golf fan in the last five years or so since he's came back from his his back issues and everything. And man, my kids know when Tiger's on contention on Sunday that it, no matter what kind of tournament is, that that's what dad's watching and he's going to be on pins and needles. And watching that Masters last year and when he's got up to the 18 and I knew that he had the, the, the pretty much the tournament in the bag, yeah, I'll probably never forget that moment. That was one of the, the coolest things I've ever seen watching TV. Watched it with all three of my kids watching. It was awesome. They were all loving it too. So, yeah, to not have the Masters come back this year, really a killer. I think that Tiger – Coming off the Masters last year, I really expected him to win two majors this year. I, I did. I had it in my heart. I said, Tiger is going to win two majors this year. So now to not have it and now have this, you know, long postponement and maybe not be able to do it, is just, it's a big bummer. To play, if they end up playing him later in the year and they play him that's going to hurt Tiger because he needs the rest going from tournament to tournament with the, the injuries he's got on his body. Um so man, I'm I'm really bummed about the golf year this year too. Yeah, man, and I I was seeing a new Rory, man. I was seeing a focused guy who was just you know I I'll, I'll tell you this if 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 the Masters you know let's say if things were normal they played the Masters honestly as long as Tiger had contended and you know maybe go down but I really want to see Rory win that based on just yes. how close he was and he just fell apart and uh you know man I it's just something about Rory man I know the kid doesn't have what Tiger had when Tiger was in his heyday but you're talking about a kid who is just ultra talented and I want to see him get at least one master's to complete the career grand slam. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That nature. Rory He's space, good for the sport. Those man, guys, you know? uh, Kupka, those guys being being up there is definitely great for the sport. Nobody draws like Tiger draws, though, man. On Sunday, no, you need Tiger in contention. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, those, oh, those yeah. guys are the they're the future of golf. Rory, yep. Jordan Spieth, uh, uh, Kopka. So I definitely want to see him up there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really bummed. I, the last, like, especially the last two years, I've really fallen in love with watching – especially majors on TV. I love playing golf out, you know, in general. I've started playing myself. I'm a pretty big golfer, so oh, to, wow. to see it on TV is just yeah. it's amazing. I have yeah. not. Have uh, you ever seen a tournament in person? Got, they run one in Baltimore. Uh, that's, that's, that's not too far from me. I live about an hour from Baltimore. Yeah. I was going to go last. Yes, the Congressional. Yeah, and I was going to go last right? I didn't end up going, and I was hoping to go yeah. this year, but with all on that looks like it might not happen yeah. this year. So I hope to get myself out at least on like a Saturday, maybe not even a Sunday, maybe just go to like a Saturday or something and, and watch it a day. So I'm hoping to go out here shortly in the next couple of years. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Got one more to uh, talk about, man, and we will wrap this puppy up. It's been excellent, yeah. man. Let's getting back together and talking, man. This I mean, for me and you, man, I think we, we, you know, how we went back and forth. We were trying to schedule it and schedule it. And so I'm so happy we were able to uh, do this today. But WrestleMania, man. Yeah, that's, that's, man, that's a WrestleMania. That's kill too. Um, I'm actually oh, a pretty man. big WWE fan. That's something that a lot of guys don't really know about me. But 
I'm a pretty pretty big fan. I kind of always right. And yeah, rough from the last they're saying right now, WrestleMania still an empty arena. They're gonna do a two day event since they can only have uh you know so many wrestlers there per day. So they're gonna do like a Saturday night and Sunday. Honestly, I hope yeah, they kind of yeah. postpone it. It's just not gonna be the same with an empty arena. Uh, Me I was too. Really man. looking Me forward too. to this year because Me too. I think Edge Me and too. Randy Orton are gonna have an epic match. Um, Edge hasn't wrestled in a long time due to his neck injury. Yeah, yeah. So I am really, really looking yep. forward to that. So yeah, I hope they just go ahead postpone it until everything's back to normal and we can see that match in front of tons and tons of people like it's meant like it's meant to be. Yeah, man. Did you see the? Um, I started on Twitter where you know they were they were pushing Austin three sixteen day, and um, you, did you see where him and Becky yes. Lynch were in the ring and she stunned him when they were, dude? Did you see the comments? I, I, I did um, not see that un, under from Twitter, man, man. People, man, people went in on Becky and on Stone Cold, man. They they felt like it was the ultimate disrespect for him to, to to do a job to be a job for her, man. They 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 did not like that, man. It was yeah. The, I don't. Comments I don't think that's, if, if, terrible, if Stone Cold's man. gonna be willing to do something like that, I don't think that anybody should second guess what he's doing. I love. I would just. I'll tell you, man. I loved all these guys are coming back right. and doing these matches. You know, Daniel Bryan came back after his long neck injury. Edge is back after having this injury. Man, I would love to see Stone yeah. Cold just do one more match. That would yeah. just bring me back. And, and honestly, the best guy to do it again yep. would be Triple H. I'd love to see Stone Cold and Triple H do another one-on-one. Just just back to my oh, man. childhood yes. and yes. what I love. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a I'm a huge WWE yeah. fan for, yep. for those guys that don't know. I actually listen to several wrestling podcasts. I probably listen to more wrestling podcasts than I do uh, sports podcasts. There's a couple of guys that I really enjoy podcast wise. I kind of wow. listen to them. Um, but I was always a huge. Um, I love Shawn Michaels, Triple H. I've always been a big Click guy that they call themselves, which is which. Yeah, which is Triple H. Yeah, which is Triple yeah, H, I Michaels, remember that. Yep, X-Pac, <laughs> Call, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. I always love those guys. So, yeah, I'm bummed about WrestleMania, but I'm hoping that we end up yeah. doing it later in the year. That would be that would be nice. Um, the UFC kind of kind of did an empty arena uh, deal last week too that I watched because there was nothing else on TV. And, yeah, really weird. It was like watching How a sparring was, it? was that weird? Because you got you can hear. Generally, in a UFC match, you can't oh, hear man. the coaches coaching the guys because you've got the crowd noise. But in this, because you got no crowd noise, you can right, literally right. hear the guys right, coaching, yeah. you know, the, their guys. And it was it was a little odd. Um, I wish they could still be able to do stuff like that, though, just to get something on TV. I mean, I know empty arena is not the the most the best, um, yeah. But at least give them something. Give us something to watch. Would be nice. Yeah, man, absolutely, absolutely. Well, look, man, I think we have really done a uh, a full uh, one eighty of all yes. the sports, um, including wrestling, and uh, I think we kind of threw that in as a as a surprise to our to our loyal listeners. So that that's one for them. And uh, man, I'll tell you what, man, it's been great talking with you. I wish you and your family the best, as well as everybody else who listens and joins us. Uh, each week we put this pod on and man, um, just looking forward to things getting better. They will get better. 
Um, this country is too powerful. We got too many smart people. We got too many people that have resolve in them. And um, so we'll get this thing tackled, man. And I, it, it, it was a pleasure doing this. was probably our best pod, man. I'm proud of it. And um, I consider you a great friend, man. Yeah, you too. And I just you, kind of reiterate everything you said, man. guys. Yeah, let's just stick together through this hard time. And hopefully in the next three, four weeks, we'll be back to normal. And you'll be hearing uh, the Other Side podcast hopefully weekly after NASCAR reviews here before you know it. Absolutely, man. Well, look, have a great night, everybody. Be Stay safe. All right, and, you too, uh, Joe. And uh, everybody have a great night.